I'm not mad. I'm just irritated. Welcome. You found me. Look at you. Gosh, everybody, it's May 10th. And uh, you found, I'm not mad, I'm just irritated. I'm your host, Bill Flanagan, and I'm recording this fairly early in the morning. Way before I, uh, you know, I've gone out into the world, still hold up here in the back of the house. It's the day after Mother's Day, and uh, I hope you had a good Mother's Day. We're going to talk a little bit about Mother's Day. I'm pro Mother's Day. I would never try to take the shine away from Mother's Day. Mothers are incredible. My mom raised five kids. Her husband was in the military, gone all the time. She kept us fed, kept us safe, kept our clothes washed, did it all. So for me to not acknowledge that is would be insane. So I'm acknowledging all, all the mothers out there. All the good mothers. There's bound to be some really crappy mothers. It's like, yeah, no thanks. We'll take a pass. Maybe they're reaching for the crack pipe. Maybe they're slapping their kids around. Do they, do they need a happy Mother's Day? I don't think that they do. Any more than, well, that's, that's a whole other story. And, and you know, here's the, here's, here's the great thing about Mother's Day. The stark difference that this society has in recognizing Mother's Day from Father's Day could not be more apparent. I will never forget if I lived to be a hundred years old, one time, young, young father, kids, wife, get up Sunday, go do your, your church thing. And you know, you kind of felt like that's what you needed to do, raise your, raise your kids in a Christian home. You know, that's, that's all great. And did that for years. You know, took my kids to Sunday school. And I remember sitting in this church. It was uh, New Hope First Baptist Church at the time. It may have changed its name. And they went all out for Mother's Day. The sermon was about moms. And all the moms got a rose. And the moms were just, there was a presentation and songs. And it was just beautiful. Well, you know, Father's Day is the next month. You know what happened on Father's Day at this church? Absolutely nothing. Not even a recognition. Not even a word about it. And I could not wrap my head around it. It's crazy. It's like Mother's Day. Here's Mother's Day brunch. Here's your flowers. Here's your thing. Father's Day, here's your tie. See you later, Dad. I'm going to go hang out with my friends. It's just insane. I figure, you know, if you're a good dad, you know, you're helping your kids, you're coaching their teams, you're helping them with their homework, you know, keeping their backseat of the crappy minivan from getting sticky and nasty, eh, she gets some acknowledgement. I'm not taking away Mother's Day. What I'm saying is, hey, fathers, let's give them a little recognition. It's coming up in a month. And Mother's Day, okay, I'm, I'm, I have a new Facebook rule. And I've said this before, but it's really starting to be a thing. I don't really post much on Facebook anymore. It used to be I try to be funny on there. Or I'd you know, take a funny picture, I'd put it on there. And I bet you in the whole month of April, 
I didn't post six times. I know people that post six times in a day. My cousin Danny shares, if he's not working, which he's not right now, if it was a typical Sunday, his only day off, he might share 25 things. He won't post anything of his own hardly ever, but he'll share things. 25 of them. It's like, dude, I have to, I have to snooze you. You are clogging up my feed. Okay, I digress. So we have become a, a society that has to do obligatory social media posts on any perceived personal holiday birthdays, anniversaries, Mother's Day, maybe Father's Day. But I have decided my new personal policy is I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's not because I don't love them. It's like, you know what? I don't need to put that on Facebook for it to be real. So for like my uh, wife's birthday recently. No, I take that back. It was our (laughs) anniversary. I didn't put anything on social media about my anniversary. I went out and bought my wife two dozen flowers and a nice card. She took me out to dinner. We had a nice time with my kids. She probably put something on. Well, I know she did. She put something on social media, but I just told her, I said, I'm not doing it anymore. It feels weird. It feels a little icky. It feels contrived, insincere. But, but people can't, they feel like, well, I have to. That's when I'm out. If you have to do it, count me out. I've never been the guy that has to feel like I have to do anything. Not under any real obligation. It's this perceived obligation. So just notice to all my pals. I mean, if you, you know what I do do? If it's your birthday on Facebook and I get on, I always write, happy birthday. That's, happy birthday, have a great day. I do that. If I miss you, it was surely because I wasn't on that day or I didn't see it come up, but generally I do. It's like, yeah, I can wish my friends, you know, if I can't wish my friends a happy birthday on their wall on, on Facebook and, and I happen to be on Facebook and I see it, we don't need to be friends on Facebook. We really don't. So think about that. But if you don't get on, obviously you can't do it. So, wow. Kiddos, Will, Samantha, your birthday posts, they're over. There's got to be real life posts. I'm going to have to hug you and tell you how much I love you in real life. Buy you a nice little present. Wrap it up. That's okay. They never did that stuff for me. And I don't. it didn't bother me. But there were, would be people in their, fan, in their life. If they didn't, they'd lose their minds. It just wasn't me. So those days are over. Oh, you're such a grouch. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do it if I feel obligated to for no real reason at all. I mean, if it's the right thing to do. I always try to do the right thing, but not the obligatory thing. That just seems so insincere. All right, speaking of Facebook, I have to call some people out. The people that have to post their workouts. I'm I'm at the gym. The ones that really get me is like when they have an app and they show you how, how far they've ridden their bike, and then they take a screenshot and they say, this is my bike ride today. It's like, why are you telling me how far you rode your bicycle? What are you, eight years old? Why would someone, look how far I I rode my bicycle today. Look at me at the gym. I know know people that do that. I don't do it. Well, right now I don't go to the gym. I think gyms are stupid. You can do all that stuff at home instead of driving 20 minutes to the gym and 20 minutes back. You You get some weights. 
you go for a walk, maybe get a rowing machine like I have. You don't, you don't, you don't need to post all that stuff. I can tell by looking at you whether you go to the gym. If you're 40 pounds overweight, you're probably not going to the gym. You're probably going to Sonic yourself a, uh, what do they call it, milkshakes. Blasts, breezes, blizzards, whatever they're called. If you're, if you're relatively thin, you're probably watching what you eat. You're probably exercising a little. You don't need to put it on Facebook. Look at what I rode on my bicycle today. I rode 20 mile loop. 20 miles? Jesus. <laughs> Trying to pedal away from a forest fire? Yeah, y'all need to quit doing that. Hey, guess what we survived? We survived another May 4th. May the 4th be with you days. Gosh, I am so glad that that was only a thing maybe, what, 8 to 10 years ago and then I didn't have to live with it since 1978. That's dodging a bullet. I know it's May 4th. We all know it's May 4th. We all know your memes and your Star Wars. You know what? Let's, let's, Star Wars isn't that great. Star Wars is not a, not a great franchise. It's not. First movie, really good. Second movie, absolutely fantastic. And I'm not talking about episode one, two, and three. I'm talking about chronological order. Those three movies that came out in the 90s, ridiculous. The last few, eh, they're all right. I actually like Solo. Probably the only one. But let's face it, you know what's better? Star Trek, 10 times better. The reboots, 100 times better. There's no science in Star Wars. Science doesn't exist in Star Wars. Just They're doing stuff just like they do it anywhere else. Running around the Millennium Falcon with what, artificial gravity? It's not how space works. I know, you have to suspend belief. I know. Because Ewoks, I'm suspending beliefs. Trust me. So it's, it's, it's all, it's good versus evil. We get it. It's good special effects. Surprisingly, have held up. After all these years, amazing. There was a movie, Harry Hamlin was in it, Clash of the Titans. And that was like, I don't know, late 70s, maybe 1980. And I remember watching Good Morning America, and they're talking about, oh, the special effects are going to blow people's minds. And I watched that movie, and it looked like a cross between claymation and cartoons inserted into real life. It was awful. It doesn't hold up at all. Go watch the scene with Medusa, and it looks like Sesame Street. And that's the same era as Star Wars. Star Wars still holds up. I don't know how they did it. It's amazing. They couldn't do it today because unless they could do it with computers, they wouldn't know how to do it. Guys, we got to bring back the word the words party hardy. Remember when you were like in junior high or high school? Well, high school, maybe junior high. Party hardy, man. We weren't partying hardy. It was just our way of saying, hey, man, take it easy. Have a good day. Party hardy, man. We go to the party stores, what they're called. A place that sells alcohol, liquor, beer, and sandwiches, oddly enough. They have an interesting smell, salami smell in there. The party stores in Michigan. It's fascinating. I love it. Party hardy. Can you imagine? You know, let's, let's just bring it back. Hey, man. Let's go party hardy at the brew pub. Uh, 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 okay. 
and people be all into it. May the fourth be with you. Wouldn't it be great if someone, someone somehow rode their bicycle on a map that's, you know, the streets, side roads a certain way, and they spelled out, may the fourth be with you. 20 miles of riding, you could probably do it. I'd have to give them credit for that, but that's way too much work for either the bicycle nerds or the Star Wars nerds. Guys, no Chalky Chalk report today. You know why? My knees feel good. No, I'm not going to jinx it. I know you like it. I know it's dumb. It's 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 interesting because it's dumb. Chalky Chalk. Yeah, that's, I did that. That's my voice. So no Chalky Chalk report today. Instead, we're going to have a segment, News of the Weird. Guys, I got some news of the weird for you. I like news of the weird because you think, well, that couldn't happen. And yet it happens. So there's this uh, married couple, newlywed couple in Taiwan. In Taiwan, newlyweds get eight days of paid leave. And there was this guy that worked at a bank in Taipei. He used a loophole. He claimed 32 days of leave over a 37-day period because he and his wife got married, divorced, married, divorced, married, divorced, like four times. Each time they got 88 days of leave. He found a loophole. He got a month off with pay. Nothing happened to him. Oh, they tried to fight it, but there's nothing they can do except close the loophole. Oh, I love it when those when weasels find a way. It's one of my favorite things. Like, yeah, well, you didn't say I couldn't get divorced or remarried in a day. Just got to have all the paperwork ready to go. So my hat's off to the newlyweds. They got 32 days of paid honeymoon. All right, there's this uh, woman, Karen McBride, 52 years old. She came to get a uh, driver's license here in Texas. And she was told, hey, you got a warrant out, felony arrest warrant in Oklahoma for embezzlement. She called up there. It's like, what's going on? She goes, yeah, um, apparently back, <laughs> back in the 80s, you embezzled a copy of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You didn't turn it to the video store. No, it was 1999, and um, you're wanted. She had no memory of renting it. She thinks the guy she was living with at the time rented it for his two daughters. She got on the hook for it. You think, did she go to jail? No. Thank God. That's the kind of thing someone in Oklahoma would go to jail for. It's insane. You know how you read stories of, like, people that go off to Africa and, like, shoot an elephant or a zebra? And every once in a while, even a deer... The animal like attacks the hunter and kills it. That's that's great. I mean, come on. They don't have guns. They gotta they gotta use their horns and their feet on you. They're completely outgunned, outmanned. Firepower. Somehow they get a chance to do it. It's like there was this poacher trying to kill an, you know, in in South Africa's Kruger National Park. A herd of elephants. This guy went in there to uh with an axe i think he was gonna kill a an elephant or a rhino anyway he got killed and eaten by he got poached 
himself. Trampled by an elephant, eaten by lions, all they found was a pair of pants and a skull. Wow, that's a, that's a heck of a day. It'd be great if those you know, elephants had, had a house they could put the skull on the wall. That'd be wonderful and rare. All right, last, last news of the day, weird news of the day item. You know how they have like weapon turn-in days? It's like, here's amnesty, come turn in your weapon. You know, and they'll probably give you like a, I don't know, free pizza, <laughs> some sort of coupon for a free pizza or an ice cream cone if you turn in your weapon. It seems strange, but people do it. So this guy in the Czech Republic, they had amnesty day. So you know what he brought in? Soviet T-34 tank, an SD-100 artillery gun. It's part of a nationwide weapons amnesty program designed to legalize guns that had not been registered. So in Prague, he drove his tank over there and been painted pink since the 90s. They checked the tank and the gun, confirmed they'd been properly deactivated, and the man was allowed to keep them in his collection. He had a tank. God, that's what... I guess they didn't say what what kind of weapon it could be. It could be anything. I'd like to I'd like to amnesty this thermonuclear bomb. Yes, please. Please do. All right, everybody. You know, it's been a really good last couple weeks. I told you about my uh, trip to the casino about three weeks ago, and a week from today. A week from yesterday, actually, but a week from today, too. I'm going to Vegas. I'm getting on a plane, meeting two of my buddies. One of them supported this podcast, Super Groovy Matt. Matt, if you're listening, I'll see you in a week. It's going to be fun. Actually, I don't know how fun it's going to be. I mean, I'm going to be around people, which I don't, I really don't like people more since the pandemic. They're coming out of their caves and they don't know how to be around other people and they're acting weird. So Vegas is where they all act the, act the weirdest, so I'll be there. So we'll see. I'm going to have a couple cocktails with my buddy Ray, buddy Matt, do a little gambling, sleep in. I'll be getting going to Triple George, get me a pot roast lunch, best I've ever had. That, that's the thing. There's some good food there. You don't have to go down and get your you know, $2 chili cheese dog downtown anymore. Or dollar chili. There's, there's, there's food you can get. You don't. It's yeah. Spend a little money. It used to be everything was cheap or free in Vegas, and now it's really not. I mean, the beers are still free. You're gaming. Just got to tip the waitress. That's a heck of a deal, especially for the two guys I'm going with. I don't even drink that much. I'm gonna have me a couple light beers here and there. It's fine. Guys, I'd like to thank my underwriters, Paul, Scott and White Hospital. Sorry, no chalky chalk report. I still want to jinx it, Paul. I want to thank Paul. I want to thank um, my underwriter, Matt, Allison. Son, Will, underwrites me. My buddy, Johnny. Guys, I want you all to have a great day. I want you to be thinking about me when I'm in Vegas. And we'll see you next time on I'm Not Mad, I'm Just Irritated. Y'all take care now. I'm not mad, 
just irritated I'm not mad Just irritated